Hare Krishna, we are so fortunate to have Her Grace Amrit Madhvi Mataji from Bangalore, India. And Mataji will enlighten us on the topic Srimad Bhagavatam, 6th Canto, 1st Chapter, 12th Verse. So please take over the Mataji, Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, Amrit Madhvi Mataji, are you there? I can see your number. Mm-hmm. Mataji, you are on mute. Mataji. Hare Krishna, please accept yes. my humble obeisances. All glory to Srila Prabhupada, all glory to Sri Guru and Gauranga. I don't know, I was just getting ready. If you have, if you have spoken something to me, uh, I do not know. I heard you say I am on mute. So if it was for me, I am replying to you, dear Mataji. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Then was Pranam. Uh, welcome to the call, Mataji. And I started recording. Please take over the call now. Yes, okay. So let us uh, start the class with uh, prayers. Narayanam Namaskritya Naram Chaiva Narotamam Devim Saraswatim Vyasam Tato Jayamudirayet Nashtaprayeshu Abhadreshu Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya Bhagavatyuttamashloki Bhaktir Bhavati Naishtiki Amam Vishnupadaya Krishna Prishthaya Bhutale Shrimate Jaya Pataka Swamitanamini Namahacharya Padaya Nitai Kripa Pradayani Gaurakatada Madayana Gragramatarani Namam Vishnupadaya Krishna Prishthaya Bhutale Shrimate Bhakti Vedanta Swamitanamini Namaste Sarsati Devi Gauravani Pracharani Nirvishesha Shunyavadi Paschati Dishatari Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadara Shivasadi Kora Bhaktavrinda Re Krishna Re Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Mukam Karoti Vachalam Pangum Langhayati Girim Yatripata Mahamandi Shri Gurum Dina Tarinam Paramananda Madhavam Shri Chaitanya Ishwara Arhi Om Tatsut Yes, dear devotees, so today we are going to do 6th Canto, Chapter 1, Verse number 12, 13, 14, 15, Krishna willing. Uh, they are little long, so I don't think I will be able to do beyond that. And I, I only pray that we complete up to 15th verse. Um, so, Canto 6, Chapter 1, Text 12. Nashnata patyam evanam vyadha yobhibhavavantihi evam nyama kritrajan shanaikshimaya kalpate Translation by Srila Prabhupada, Jai Srila Prabhupada. My dear king, if a deceased person eats the pure and contaminated food prescribed by a physician, he is gradually cured and the infection of disease can no longer touch him. Similarly, if one follows regulative principles of knowledge, he gradually progresses towards liberation 
from material contamination. Purport by Srila Prabhupada, Jai Srila Prabhupada. One is gradually purified if one cultivates knowledge even through mental speculation and strictly follows the regulative principles enjoined in the Shastras and explained in the next verse. Therefore, the platform of Jnana, speculative knowledge, is better than the platform of Karma, fruitive action. There is every chance of falling from the platform of Karma to hellish conditions. But on the platform of Jnana, one is saved from hellish life, although one is still not completely free from infection. The difficulty is that on the platform of Jnana, one thinks that he has been liberated and he has become Narayana or Bhagavan. This is another phase of ignorance. Ye which means because of ignorance one speculatively thinks himself liberated from the material contamination although actually he is not. Therefore, even if one rises to Brahmajnana, understanding of Brahman, one nevertheless falls down because of not taking shelter of lotus feet of Krishna. Nonetheless, Jnanis at least know what is sinful and what is pious and they very cautiously act. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna Mataji, we cannot hear you. I think Mataji has to re-log in. Hmm. Yeah, I'm messaging her. Ha, yes, Mataji. Go ahead. Jayesha Krishna Mataji dropped from the call, Abhi. Yeah. So I I will drop the call and I will follow her.
हरे कृष्णा माता जी आई एम कॉलिंग हर बट हर फोन इज जस्ट रिंगिंग फ्रॉम व्हाट्सएप हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा ट्रांसलेशन Did you all hear me read the verses 13 and 14? Only the Sanskrit? first verse, Master. First verse you read. We heard uh-huh. the most all the purport. You heard, and my explanation you heard? No. No? Oh. It it got okay. uh, disconnected immediately, uh, almost like within two minutes or so something. Oh yes, Master. संस्कृत पोर्शन एंड यू गॉट कट आउट ओके दैट मीन्स आई वॉज रीडिंग टेक्स थर्टीन एंड फोर्टीन तपस्या ब्रह्मचर्य no i didn't tell that no oh, this is another phase of ignorance so oh, i was reading purport and i read that shloka and it got cut okay so i'll continue that i'm so sorry krishna wants me to do it twice okay we had i i had actually moved forward to the next verse <laughs> okay text 12 last paragraph yes fine i'm reading it because of ignorance one speculatively thinks himself liberated from material contamination although actually he is not therefore even if one rises to brahma jnana understanding of brahman one nevertheless falls down because of not taking shelter of lotus feet of krishna nonetheless jnanis at least know what is sinful what is pious and they very cautiously act according to the injunctions of the shastras so you see actually um in this um, um uh, 6th canto you know parikshit maharaj is actually asking the question about uh, how the humans can be saved from entering hellish planets so shukadev goswami wanting to test how much this his student parikshit maharaj has understood he suggests something inferior to to not enter hellish planet you should do karma kandik atonement 
you know that may um, um, so like that you know he says but parikshit maharaj rejects it calling it as kunjara shaucharat in the verses 7 to 10 you have already done that so the question asked by parikshit was how to avoid hellish life for all humans how to avoid hellish life so shukadev goswami is giving three answers first two are wrong means they are not um, actually accurate it's not up to the mark what is that first answer he gives karma kanda as the option karma kanda atonement as the option to not sin you know then he says no karma kanda atonement uh, what is the use of uh, you know like a like a thief if you put in the jail after he comes back again he'll rob because he has a desire to rob so this karma kanda atonement is not going to help one to stop sinning he says so then uh, in the 11th and to 14th verse now we are in the 12th verse 11th to 14th verse he is uh, shukadev goswami gives second uh, option you know first he gave a um, uh, third class option then second class he gives that is not the best option what i mean is you know jnana kanda and rules uh, and jnana kanda its rules will uh, provide purification that they can avoid sinning like that you know he suggests in 11 to 14th verses so um, that also he notices that shukadev goes uh, sorry parishit maharaj is not so happy with that answer then you know um, shukadev goswami is happy to reveal the actual answer you know the complete answer for everyone to give up the sinning tendency itself to give up the desire itself is unalloyed bhakti that unalloyed bhakti topic he covers from verses number 15 to 19 so today we are planning to do verses up to 15 but we already lost little time um, so now we continue um, from this 12th verse purport so in this purport you know here he is telling actually shukadev goswami is giving a next best i mean it's not the best option he is talking about jnana kanda jnana how how jnana can help like that you know so he says that just like he gives the example of patients you know when they follow diet how they'll get cured Hare Krishna Mataji we cannot hear you again Mataji drop it we can see her Mata is on the call not sure what happened call mm-hmm. is going Hare Krishna Mataji the thing is mata ji doesn't come to know that she's uh, dropped out call is going call is not dropped call is on yes prabhu ji but unko she thinks that because she already uh, was moving forward reading the 13 14 verse and she thought that uh, you know now mata ji okay So Prabhuji, you so, didn't connect, Prabhuji. She connected on her own. No, I, I connected. That's that's how I mean. I can see call is going. So I think probably I might have to drop the call and connect back then. Yes, please. Yeah, Miss Prabhuji. Let me drop it. 
started. Oh, thank you so much. Again, I got thrown out today. I don't know what is the problem. I'm so sorry. I will put my mobile data also so that if any problem is there in the Wi-Fi, then mobile data will not let me down. I hope Krishna will uh, let me continue today. Um, uh, now, did you all hear till um, um, till I was giving example? Nitai Gopal Prabhu is calling me thinking that you are not hearing. So I will be thrown out if I pick the call. Hare Krishna. Yes, Mataji. Ah, you can hear, no? Okay, good. Thank you so much. Mataji actually got right away. We didn't hear much. You didn't hear much? You heard me saying something about the translation that the doctor, diseased person eats something? Uh, yeah, that is, you know, if a deceased person eats um, a diet, good, proper diet, he gets cured. Hare Krishna? Yes, Hare Mataji, that's what we heard somewhere around there. And also I explained, uh, you know, I told how Parikshit Maharaj has asked question and Shukadev Goswami is giving different options. Did you hear that? Karma Kanda, Jnana Kanda, Analoid Bhakti, did you hear that topic? Yes, that also we heard. Yes, yes, yes. That also you heard, yes. right? And did you hear that how Vishwamitra fell down? You know, jnana is not an answer. Because Vishwamitra no, fell down when he saw Menaka. That did you hear? No, no, Mataji. No, we oh, okay. okay, fine. Fine. So now, 11th verse to 14th verse, you know, Jnana Kanda is being spoken by Shukadeva Goswami as the answer to Parikshit's question, but it is not the correct answer. So Parikshit Maharaj will not be satisfied. Why it is not the correct answer? That Prabhupada is explaining in the purport. You see, when you just have Jnana, that is not enough for us. Because even um, the one who was doing so much of tapasya, whether it's Vishwamitra or I think it's Shaubari Muni, you know, who was doing underwater tapasya, Shaubari Muni. And um, he was so much underwater, you know, controlling the breath and what kind of tapasya, you know. But still, when he saw two fishes mating finished, he felt like also going and having a wife and having the same kind of experience what fishes are having. So, you see, what is the use of all his tapasya? What is the use of all his jnana? You know, the first opportunity that he can fall. That's what you are going to hear also in the next verse. But that's why, you know, Prabhupada is explaining here that there is every chance of falling down from the platform of karma. First, it is uh, from the platform of karma to hellish conditions. But on the platform of jnana, one is saved from hellish life. Although one is still not completely free from infection. That's why Prabhupada is saying not completely free. Because any one small chance if he gets, a person can fall down. Like how Vishwamitra fell down when Menaka came. And Shaubari Muni, how he fell down when he saw just the fishes mating with one another. You know, so, um, and also Prabhupada explains, these jnanis have one problem. Even if they don't commit sinful life, you know, so tendency of sin remains. Even if you are a jnani, tendency of sin remains. Tendency of sinning remains. But um, even if you are a jnani, you know, uh, and even if the sinning tendency didn't trouble you, means you didn't get an opportunity be, to be troubled, then also the jnani may have a tendency to think, I am only God, I am only Bhagavan. So that is also ignorance. That's also sinful. We cannot think I am Bhagavan. You know, that is sinful. Then what is the use of knowledge? So knowledge did not stop him from sinning in that sense. So maybe the gross sins he will not do. But the more serious sins, like thinking I am only God, 
that he will commit so therefore uh, you know um, so only to one extent we can say that jnanis at least know what is sinful and what is pious and they cautiously avoid the sinful but they don't avoid that fact or think to think that i am god is wrong that they don't avoid they think i am god that is because of ignorance propas is it's because of ignorance uh, you know um, so that is not going to help him to go back to godhead so then the next verses 13 and 14 can to 6 chapter 1 text 13 and 14 tapasa brahmacharyena shamina cha damina cha tyagina satya saucha bhyam yamina niyamina va deha vag buddhi jam dhira dharmajna shraddhayanvitaha ശിപന്തിയം This is a sober and faithful person who knows the religious principles is temporarily purified of all sins performed with his body words and mind these sins are like the dried leaves of creepers beneath a bamboo tree which may be burned by fire although their roots remain to grow again at the first opportunity purport by shrila propad chai shrila propad tapa is explained in this prati shastra as follows manasas chindriyana cha aika griyam paramam tapaha complete control of the mind and senses and their complete concentration on one kind of activity is called tapaha our krishna consciousness movement is teaching people how to concentrate the mind on devotional service this is first class tapaha brahmacharya the life of celibacy is eight aspects one should not think of women speak about sex life dally with women look lustfully at women talk intimately with women or decide to engage in sexual intercourse nor should one endeavor for sex life or engage in sex life one should not even think of women or look at them to say nothing of talking with them this is called first class brahmacharya if a brahmachari or sanyasi talks with a woman in a secluded place naturally there will be a possibility of sex life without anyone's knowledge therefore a complete brahmachari practices just the opposite if one is perfect brahmachari he can very easily control the mind and senses give charity speak truthfully and so forth to begin however one must control the tongue and the process of eating in the bhakti marga the path of devotional service one must strictly follow the regulative principles by first controlling the tongue sevon mukhehi jihuadau swayam eva suratyada the tongue jihwa can be controlled if one chants the hari krishna mantra does not speak of any subjects other than those concerning krishna does not taste anything offered not offered to krishna if one can control the tongue in this way brahmacharya and other purifying processes will automatically follow it will be explained in the next verse that the path of devotional service is completely perfect and is therefore superior to the path of fruitive activities and the path of knowledge quoting from the vedas shrila veera raghava acharya explains that austerity involves in observing fasts as fully as possible tapasana sakhena 
Srila Rupa Goswami has also advised that Atyahara, too much of eating, is an impediment to advancement in spiritual life. Also in Bhagavad Gita, chapter 6, verse 17, Krishna says, Yuktahara viharasya, yukta cheshtasya karmasu, yukta swapnava bhodasya, yogo bhavati dukkaha. He who is temperate in his habits of eating, sleeping, working and recreation can mitigate all pains by practicing the yoga system. In text 14, the word dhira, meaning those who are undisturbed under all circumstances, is very significant. Krishna tells Arjuna in Bhagavad Gita 2.14, Matra sparshastu kaunteya, shitoshna sukha dukkadaha, agama paino nityas, tamstitiksha swabharata, O son of Kunti, the non-permanent appearance of happiness and distress and their disappearance in due course are like appearance and disappearance of winter and summer seasons. They arise from sense perception, O Sion of Bharata, and one must learn to tolerate them without being disturbed. In material life, there are many disturbances, Adhyatmika, Adhidaivika, Adhibhautika. One who has learned to tolerate these disturbances under all circumstances is called Dhira. So now you see here, um, actually Shukadev Goswami is explaining the Janakanda aspect. But while he is explaining, he sees that, you know, um, his student Parishit Maharaj is not so happy with the answer. And then he proceeds to Bhakti. Now you see Prabhupada is explaining very nicely what is Tapaha. Tapaha, you know, actually um, it is the complete control of mind and senses. Now we are doing, uh, you know, Upavas, that is um, Ekadashi fasting. That is one kind of Tapa. Another kind of tapa is, so different kinds of tapas is there, different kind of austerities. Complete control of mind and senses, you know, and complete concentration on one kind of activity. That is called as tapa, Prabhupada says, you know. So, um, you know, just uh, just not using your mind and senses. See, people do meditation also. That's one kind of activity. That is also tapa. But, uh, Prabhupada says, in our Krishna conscious moment, what kind of tapa we are doing is, we are teaching people how to concentrate the mind by doing devotional service. That is first class tapa. That is brahmacharya, Prabhupada says. And also Prabhupada says brahmacharya's eight aspects, you know. He says the eight points. You see here in the first para he says, one should not think of women, should not speak of sex life, should not dally with women. Women means for women it is men. For men it is women. But for women, women should read it like this. One should not think of men. One should not speak about sex life. One should not dally with men like that. But men should read it as one should not dally with women. One should not look lustfully at women. One should not talk intimately with women. Or one should not decide to engage in sexual intercourse. Nor one should endeavor for sex life. Nor one should engage in sex life. These are the eight points. You know, if one is completely following, then it is strictly first class brahmacharya. Prabhupada says it is first class brahmacharya. So brahmacharis, you know, and sannyas even in Iskon, if they are, if Matajis are writing. We are asked to keep someone in CC and we are supposed to write, you know, some, somebody should be, some for a Prabhu, when we write, there should be one more Prabhu in CC. And then we can write, ask any questions and then they will answer. That's the etiquette here, we are taught in ISKCON, you know. So this is first class brahmacharya, when women are uh, not talking to men, even in secluded uh, way in online also, you know. So, um, why? Because there is danger. Because uh, women are compared to fire and men are compared to butter. Butter and fire cannot be kept together. Because if they are put together, butter will melt. So like that, you know, if uh, men and women are uh, are all alone, you know, in a secluded place, 
then there is a possibility of sex life like that, Prabhupada is explained. That's why it's very dangerous. So to maintain a perfect Brahmacharya, you know, by keeping oneself completely away from opposite sex is also tapaha, Prabhupada is saying. So that's also one kind of uh, tapas, you know. Um, so uh, therefore, complete Brahmachari practices um, just the opposite. If one is perfect Brahmachari, he can very easily control mind and senses, give charity, speak truthfully. Prabhupada says, why, why and how it's possible? And that is only possible, Prabhupada, you know. Uh, that's for a Bhakti Margi, it's possible, you know. Um, how it's possible for a Bhakti Margi is because uh, one who is practicing Bhakti Yoga, that is, one who is practicing Krishna consciousness, we are always using our tongue to eat only Krishna Prasad. And we are told to use tongue only to chant Mahamantra or to speak anything related to Krishna. So when we strictly do that, it is told that automatically when tongue is under control, the belly, genitals, everything comes under control. This is what we learnt in Nectar of Instructions. You know, they say, see, tongue, belly, genitals, all are in a straight line. So tongue was compared to the radar of a ship. If the radar of the opponent ship is controlled, the whole enemy ship gets under our control. Same way, if the tongue is controlled, you know, in our, our tongue is controlled by us, then automatically because we eat with the control, the belly is under control, digestion will be under control, just because we are eating in control and we are drinking sufficient water. You know, everything, everything when we do it under control, when we speak under control, when we speak without control, quarrels happen, misunderstandings happen. But when we speak under control, that too if we speak only Krishna Katha, we are supposed to speak only Krishna Katha, then how can there be misunderstandings? How can there be quarrels? Um, so, um, Prabhupada is giving explanation about, um, you know, um, about Bhakti Marga is, um, is a very nice way where one can stay um, regulated very easily simply by controlling the tongue. Then Prabhupada says um, how Veer Raghava Acharya explains that austerity involves observing fasts. You know, fasting, um, he says that if we can do it fully, that is best. But Prabhupada has given us, uh, because, you know, he says that atyahara, too much eating is an impediment to spiritual advancement. If you are eating overly, you know, then we end up sleeping overly. When we sleep overly, we have lost that much time of sadhana. So, um, so Prabhupada says, he who is temperate in his habits of eating, sleeping, working, recreation can mitigate all material pains by practicing the yoga system. You know, that is from the 6th uh, chapter, 17th verse. And then he says, those who are undisturbed under all circumstances. You know, so here uh, is a dhira. Undisturbed means one who is not uh, getting angry, uh, one who is not, uh, you know, that is a, again definition of sober person in nectar of instruction. One whose uh, mind, anger, belly, genitals, tongue and eating are all under control, then that person is sober person. So now, um, if a, then such person is called as dhira, you know, and uh, that kind of a dhira whose um, mind and senses are in control, he is undisturbed during um, the non-permanent appearance of happiness and distress. You know, uh, just like how people tolerate appearance of winter and summer, he is also able to tolerate happiness and distress when they expect, um, when they uh, when they appear unexpectedly. Like that, Prabhupada is explaining. So, um, so Prabhupada is actually in the whole uh, purport saying that um, yes, we control the mind and senses through uh, tapasya, 
but it happens easily in bhakti marga the whole essence is that yes through uh, you know through brahmacharya which is also a tapa uh, you know through um, different kinds of tapas of controlling the mind controlling the senses which we can do but um, it is it is very well done by the bhakti yogis by the krishna conscious practitioners how simply by controlling the tongue hmm? so he is quoting that shloka also sevon mukhe jihvada swayam eva smrutyada the tongue can be controlled if one chants harikshma mantra does not speak any subjects other than concerning krishna and does not taste anything which is not offered to krishna so if one can control the tongue this way then brahmacharya or other purifying process will automatically follow so prabhupada is very clearly telling that simply by controlling the tongue simply by eating prasad and simply by talking about krishna one can easily follow brahmacharya because if our tongue is under control then our belly and genitals are also under control tongue control means no anger anger comes through tongue generally you know of course for some people anger may come through the hands and legs <laughs> you know in the form of hitting and kicking uh, but generally you know in decent um, um, among the decent crowds uh, you know um, the anger will come out generally through the tongue if tongue is under control then uh, you know then automatically anger is under control genitals is under control genitals under control means it's perfect brahmacharya so that is very much easy like that prabhupada is saying means here only he is saying bhakti yoga as an option and the example in the uh, translation that is given is the bamboos you know when bamboo tree is burnt uh, you know when the bamboo trees rub one another and uh, fire is generated and bamboo forest can get burnt but the roots of the bamboo remain and from the roots again the bamboo trees will start growing like that simply if we do during uh, you know um, simply if you do tapasya with the because of your jnana kanda you know uh, instructions that tapas can be broken very easily like how vishwamitra broke his tapas of meditation when he saw menaka you know shaubari muni broke his tapas when he saw the two fishes mating you know um, who was underwater doing tapasya you know he broke so you know jnana is not an option but you see bhakti yogi our haridas thakura he, he, he most beautiful prostitute came to him and um, asked him you know for some private time but um, he uh, very gently you know um, without saying a no to her and without saying a yes to her simply by chanting he uplifted her and she gave up her profession just in 3 days of hearing harikshma mantra from the lotus lips of haridas thakura you see the power of bhakti yoga you know bhakti yogis can actually do what jnana kanda and karma kanda followers cannot do bhakti yogis can do but such people are very very rare so the next verse i'm so happy though uh, we lost time krishna is letting us move to the next verse this is uh, the beginning of our bhakti yoga purely you know shukadev goswami is going to speak from now on from 15th verse to 19th verse about unalloyed devotion how it can really help us to um, you know destroy the chances of going to hell it will not let us commit sins it will even destroy the desire to sin also how let's that we will get to know in the 15th verse let's do it now canto 6 chapter 1 text 15 kichit kevalaya bhaktya vasudeva parayanah agham dunvanti karsniye karsni karsnena niharam iva bhaskarah canto 6 chapter 1 text 15 translation by shila prabhupad jai shila prabhupad 
Only a rare person who has adopted complete unalloyed devotional service to Krishna can uproot the weeds of sinful actions with no possibility that they will revive. He can do this simply by discharging devotional service just as the sun can immediately dissipate fog by its rays. Purport by Srila Prabhupada, Jai Srila Prabhupada. In the previous verse, Shukadev Goswami gave the example that the dried leaves of creepers beneath the bamboo tree may be completely burnt to ashes by a fire, although the creepers may sprout again because the root is still in the ground. Similarly, because the root of sinful desire is not destroyed in the heart of a person who is cultivating knowledge but who has no taste for devotional service, there is a possibility that his sinful desires will reappear. As stated in Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 10, verse, chapter 14, verse 4, Shriya Shritim Bhakti Mudasya Tevibho Klishyanti Ye Kevala Bodha Labdhya Speculators who undergo great labor to gain a meticulous understanding of the material world by distinguishing between sinful and pious activities but who are not situated in devotional service are prone to material activities. They may fall down and become implicated in fruitive activities. If one becomes attached to devotional service, however, his desires for material enjoyment are automatically vanquished without separate endeavor. Bhakti pareshanu bhavo viraktir anyatracha. If one is advanced Krishna consciousness, material activities, both sinful and pious, automatically become distasteful to him. That is a test of Krishna consciousness. Both pious and impious activities are actually due to ignorance because a living entity as an eternal servant of Krishna has no need to act for his personal sense gratification. Therefore, as soon as one is reclaimed to the platform of devotional service, he relinquishes his attachment for pious and impious activities and is interested only in what will satisfy Krishna. This process of bhakti, devotional service to Krishna, Vasudeva Parayana, relieves one from the reactions of all activities. Since Maharaj Parikshit was a great devotee, the answers of his Guru Shukadeva Goswami concerning Karma Kanda and Jnana Kanda could not satisfy him. Therefore, Shukadeva Goswami, knowing very well the heart of his disciple, explained the transcendental bliss of devotional service. The word Khechit, which is used in this verse, means a few people, but not all. Not everyone can become Krishna conscious. As Krishna explains in Bhagavad Gita 7, chapter verse number 3, Manushyanam sahasreshu kaschidhyatati siddhaye yatatam apisiddhanam kaschinmambeti tatvataha which means, out of many thousands among men, one may endeavor for perfection. And those who have achieved perfection, hardly one knows me in truth. Practically no one understands Krishna as he is. For Krishna cannot be understood through pious activities or attainment of the most elevated speculative knowledge. Actually, the highest knowledge consists of understanding Krishna. Unintelligent men who do not understand Krishna are grossly puffed up thinking that they are liberated or have themselves become Krishna or Narayana. This is ignorance. To indicate the purity of bhakti, devotional service, Srila Rupa Goswami says in Bhakti Rasamrit Sindhu 1.1.11, Anya bhilashita shunyam jnana karmadya navritam anukulyena krishna anushilanam bhakti ruttama. One should render transcendental loving service to the Supreme Lord Krishna favorably and without desire for material profit or gain through fruitive activities or philosophical speculation. 
This is called pure devotional service. Srila Rupa Goswami further explains that Bhakti is Kleshagni Subhada, which means it, if one takes to devotional service, all kinds of unnecessary labor and material distress cease entirely and one achieves all good fortune. Bhakti is so powerful that it is also said to be Moksha Lagutakrit. In other words, it minimizes the importance of liberation. Non-devotees must undergo material hardships because they are prone to commit sinful fruitive activities. The desire to commit sinful actions continues in their hearts due to ignorance. These sinful actions are divided into three categories, Pataka, Mahapataka, Atipataka and also into two divisions, Prarabdha and Aprarabdha. Prarabdha refers to sinful reactions from which one is suffering at the present and Aprarabdha refers to the sources of potential suffering. When the seeds, bija, of sinful reactions have not yet fructified, the reactions are called aprarabdha. The seeds of sinful action are unseen, but they are unlimited, and no one can trace when they were first planted. Because of prarabdha, sinful reactions, they have already fructified. <clears throat> one is seen to have taken birth in a low family or to be suffering from other miseries. When one takes devotional service, however, all phases of sinful life, including prarabdha, aprarabdha, bija, are vanquished. In Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 11, Chapter 14, Verse 19, Lord Krishna tells Uddhava, Yetagni susham vridharchi karoti dhamsi basmasad tatamadvishaya bhaktir uddha uddhavainamsi krishnasaha it means, my dear Uddhava, devotional service in relationship with me is like a blazing fire that can burn ashes, burn to ashes all the fuel of sinful activities supplied to it. How devotional service vanquishes the reactions of sinful life is explained in Srimad Bhagavatam in a verse spoken during Lord Kapiladeva's instructions to his mother Devahuti. <coughs> Devahuti said, Yannamadheya Sva <coughs> Shravananukirtanad yat prahvanad yat smaranad apikvachit swadopisadya savanaya kalpati kuta punaste bhagavanudarshanad which means my dear lord even if a person born in a family of dog eaters hears and repeats the chanting of your glories offers respects to you and remembers you he is immediately greater than a Brahmana and therefore eligible to perform sacrifices. Therefore, what is to be said of one who has seen you directly? In the Padma Purana, there is a statement that, sorry, that persons whose hearts are always attached to the devotional service of Lord Vishnu are immediately released from all reactions of sinful life. These reactions generally exist in four phases. Some of them are ready to produce results immediately, some of them are in the form of seeds, some are unmanifested and some are current. All such reactions are immediately nullified by devotional service. When devotional service is present in one's heart, desires to perform sinful activities have no place there. Sinful life is due to ignorance, which means forgetfulness of constitutional position as an eternal servant of God. But when one is fully conscious, Krishna conscious, he realizes that he is God's eternal servant. 
in this regard Srila Jiva Goswami comments that bhakti may be divided into two divisions number one is santata devotional service that continues incessantly with faith and love and number two Kadachitki, devotional service that does not continue incessantly but is sometimes awakened. Incessantly flowing devotional service, Santata, may always be divided into two categories. Number one, service performed with slight attachment and number two, spontaneous devotional service. Intermittent devotional service, Kadachitki, may be divided into three categories. Number one, Raga Bhasamai, Raga Bhasa, Raga Bhasamai, means devotional service in which one is almost attached. Number two, Raga Bhasa Shunya Swarupa Bhuta, which means devotional service in which there is no spontaneous love, but one likes the constitutional position of serving and and, okay, and number three, Abhasa Rupa, a slight glimpse of devotional service. As for atonement, if one has caught even a slight glimpse of devotional service, all needs to undergo prior chitta atonement are superseded. Therefore, atonement is certainly unnecessary when one has achieved spontaneous love and above that attachment with love, which are signs of increasing advancement in Kadachitki. Even in the stage of Abhasarupa Bhakti, all the reactions of sinful life are uprooted and vanquished. Srila Jupa Goswami expresses the opinion that the word karsniena means that even if one has a desire to commit sinful actions, the roots of that desire are vanquished merely by Abhasarupa Bhakti. <coughs> Sorry. The example of Bhaskara, the sun, is most appropriate. The Abhasa feature of Bhakti is compared to light and the accumulation of one's sinful activities is compared to fog. Since fog does not spread throughout the sky, sun, the sun need do no more than merely manifest its rays, first rays, and the fog immediately disappears. Similarly, if one has even a slight relationship with devotional service, all the fog of his sinful life is immediately vanquished. So it's a very important purport and uh, very important points to be covered. I will finish it however within um, uh, maybe 10 minutes maximum. So please tolerate a delay of another um, 7 minutes beyond time today as we lost um, little time in the first part of the session today. I'm keeping on touching the mobile so that if, if it goes little off, I think it gets disconnected. So I'm afraid. So uh, you can be assured by Krishna's mercy now we will not get disconnected. So this particular verse, you know, it's the beginning of unalloyed devotional service. So in the beginning, Prabhupada starts with the example that was quoted in the previous verse that how bamboos, you know, in Vishnath, I have Vishnath Chakrati Thakura commentary also with me in on the table. I went through it all actually for the sake of today's class from morning. I was preparing for these things um, and I had a doubt in the last part. So I even called... Uh, his grace Radha um, uh, Pramod Prabhu, you know, um, from GV, and I asked him for the explanation. And uh, he also did a little bit of a research and he helped me to um, explain this verse. So, whatever I have learned from him and uh, whatever I understood from Vishnu Chakrat Thakura commentary, I am going to explain to you now that here he is talking about, uh, you know, 
um, the example of bamboo. See, I am reading directly the commentary of Vishnu Chakravarti's commentary on this particular verse. It says, in the example of the fire destroying bamboo, it is possible that bamboo can grow up again. This even after practicing jnana, sins can reappear. Seeing the dissatisfied Parikshit, Shukadeva then speaks about the solution according to the devotees. Some, the word some, here indicates that those who surrender to Vasudeva are very rare. Kevalaya Bhaktiya indicates that this Bhakti is not only devoid of karma and jnana, devoid of expecting material benefits of liberation, but in no way depends on karma or jnana as secondary elements. Completely, Karthniyena indicates that sin is completely uprooted only by bhakti and by no other process, just as the sun can destroy the fog. This is a very short commentary in uh, commentary I got. And then here, what we have understood in this particular um, long purport is, first thing is that, you know, through jnana, you know, still that uh, sinning chances are still there. You know, like how Vishwamitra uh, fell down, like how Shaubari Muni fell down, like that uh, a jnani can always fall down. But one who is doing devotional service, how his heart gets cleansed. The example given is sun, how he dissipates the fog. And we may wonder, but uh, even jnani also, you know, is doing jnana. So that also can destroy the sins like fog. No, uh, you know, how it, how it actually does is, you see, the example is, um, Radha, Radha Pramod Prabhu explained to me that, um, you see, when you do yogasana, they say you do yogasana for health issues. So your body will get uh, set right, right? Yogasana helps us to correct any ailments in the body, physical body. What does pranayama do? Pranayama helps us to tackle the mind also. But what about those, you know, um, subtle thoughts, those subtle fears, those subtle desires, it could be positive or negative, you know, hatred or love. Love is positive and hatred is negative. But they are all feelings, you know. Um, they are all, you know, whatever we have been having, all desires, all hate feelings, all, uh, all fears from all the lifetimes are stored in our subconscious mind called Chitta. You know, in the, in the Chitta, you know, what happens? All this garbage is stored, it's like a hard disk and everything is stored there. Like how everything is stored in a hard disk, every, every, all the garbage of whatever goes on in the mind, you know, it's all stored in Chitta. Now, this Chitta has the, it's a, it's a storehouse of our desires also, of sinful desires also. So now with Jnana, you know, Jnana does not go and clean up the Chitta. So what is there in Chitta? Chitta will um, manifest uh, at odd times. Like for Vishwamitra, it manifested when Menaka came. And Chitta's uh, desires you know, and fears will come up suddenly at very, very critical testing times. You know, Like when somebody really provokes a person, then that person... Actually, I have one, um, you know, uh, one young girl under me uh, who was looking for marriage and uh, her marriage is probably getting finalized now. So she was telling me that, you know, she was talking to a uh, candidate for marriage for um, two months and when um, uh, when she got a better profile and she was not very happy with him, but she was thinking if I don't have anybody then maybe I have to um, adjust with his weak areas and things like that. And um, she said that he was looking quite good, he was looking nice, but when I said that you are not understanding me, and when I said that, 
you know, um, see this, uh, he, when I said that whatever you are saying, you know, about uh, three years, no kids, etc., it's difficult for me because I'm already 31. So it's difficult. When I said that, then I could see all his anger came out, which I never saw in one month, she said that. Well, in two months, you know, in two months I spoke to him to see whether I can really gel well with him. But all the anger, I was shocked that can he be so angry also. And I felt very good that I am quitting him and going for uh, the other uh, uh, devotee. He was not a proper devotee, he was just a beginner. And now she got a devotee and she's happy to go ahead for marriage with the second person. And very soon the engagement will be done. But what I'm telling is, see, that person, he had uh, capacity to control himself for two months. But when things went against his desire, he wanted to have children after three years and she was already 31 and she was not willing to wait till she becomes 34, 35. And just hearing that, he got very angry, you know, and said, I think I cannot marry you, etc., etc. And, and then he, and that's what she wanted. She didn't want him to marry, you know. So what what I'm saying is, that you see these people, uh, not only these people, we also, you know, uh, if something bad is stored in our subconscious, then that comes out when we are provoked, you know. Uh, that comes out same way when we are dying. See, when, when somebody is falling, you know, uh, whatever they are usually used to calling, that will that name will come out. Very rarely when a person slips, the name Krishna will come, you know. Krishna, they will not say like that. Ayo or uh, Amma or whatever, you know, or, or maybe um, things like uh, shit and things like that also will come, you know. And people fall, means whatever they are always saying, it comes out. So at death, what will come out is what is stored in our subconscious mind. Or everything will just start popping up, you know, all fears will start coming out, which are stored in the hard disk of our chitta. It will all start coming out. Now this chitta cannot be cleaned by karma kanda. It cannot be cleaned. Chitta has our sinful desire stored. Chitta cannot be cleaned by jnana kanda also. Then how chitta can be cleaned by bhakti is, when you do bhakti samskaras, like chanting of the holy names, like hearing about Krishna, and starting to make a relationship with Krishna, when you chant for the pleasure of Krishna, because we are repeatedly taught by all devotees, you chant for Krishna's pleasure. Don't chant for your pleasure. Chant for Krishna's pleasure. This is what we regularly hear. So when we do such things, you know, in relationship with Krishna, what happens is, this chanting has the power to go deeper to our chitta and go and you know it it um, it goes and makes our desires and fears weaker and weaker means all that unwanted garbage that we have you know with all its full power like if if a young boy is having interest in uh, um, in um, watching some unwanted things or in indulging in uh, addictive games and things like that you know, in all those desires will become weaker and weaker the more he engages in devotional service. So the more when he engages in devotional service, when in chitta the garbage becomes more and more diluted, more and more diluted, finally it vanishes. Means bhakti, the samskaras of bhakti has the power to go deep into, you know, it, it's not at the level of body, it's not like the level of mind, you know, yogasana can help the body. Pranayama can help the mind, but for intelligence and beyond, you know, uh, the subtle mind, you know, uh, intelligence is a subtle subtle body actually. So if you want to clean our subtle body, you know, uh, intelligence, the chitta, the subtle mind, 
you know, then you need um, devotional service. So this is how devotional service cleans, you know. Even Suprapad says, you know, what are the uh, four stages, four phases of sinning? You know, Kutam, Bijam, Prarabdha, Prarabdha. Four stages are there. Kutam is the, you know, the tendency to sin, you know. Uh, Bijam is um, the seed, uh, seed of sinful um, uh, sinful actions is Bija. Bija, uh, suppose if a robber is there, you know, he robs from everybody. You know, um, the minute he robs, you know, he is creating a sin, you know, Bija of sin. And then um, after some time he, he will get caught. You know, so uh, he creates some Aprarabdha and he also creates some, um, you know, um, Aprarabdha, uh, Aprarabdha means the um, the uh, the punishment that is yet to come for him, you know. So, and prarabdha means the punishment that is ready for him. So, it's like a sinner has robbed. The, the, immediately he got sin. That sin, um, you know, sin is there. And then what happens is sin. That's not bijam, I'm sorry. That is just sin. That is papam, you know. Because of uh, avidya, a person sins. When, when a person is in ignorance, he sins. That sin is called as papam. So now what happens is when he sins, Papam is for example robbing. When he robs, you know, he creates some Aprarabdha and he also creates some uh, Prarabdha. That is, um, you know, Prarabdha means um, that which we have to suffer now, you know. So a person when he sins, he is put in the jail after some time, right? So the minute he is in the jail, he is experiencing his Prarabdha. So till he goes to the jail, he is undergoing that Aprarabdha phase. So once he enters the jail, he is in the Prarabdha phase. And in the Prarabdha phase, whatever punishment he gets in the jail, that is the phala that he gets. And when he is, um, um, you know, in the jail, he finishes his phala. But then again, when he is out of the jail, you know, um, in the heart, there is some desire due to avidya again, due to ignorance again. He still feels, can I go and again rob, you know. Again, you know, that is the, that's a desire. The desire to sin is called as bijam. You know, and the minute he sins, that is called as papam. The desire to sin is called bijam. The minute he sins is called as papam. So, you know, um, so the desire to sin is there, which is bijam. The sinning tendency is there, that is papam. And it's all happening due to avidya, due to ignorance. And then when you do that, you know, aprarabdha and prarabdha will be there. Aprarabdha means um, the waiting time till you next time, <laughs> you know, experience the uh, prarabdha. You know, till the waiting time, till you experience the prarabdha, that is a prarabdha. And uh, prarabdha is when you are really experiencing um, the uh, trouble because you have done all these things, you know. So, uh, and then uh, whatever you, whatever suffering you end up with is the phala or the fruit. Um, kutam, there is also one uh, stage called as kutam. Kutam is tendency to commit sins again and again, you know. Tendency is there. When you have Aprarabdha, there will be Kutam. When you have Kutam, there is a Bijam. When there is Bijam, there is Papam. When there is Papam, again it is Aprarabdha. So from Aprarabdha, you go to Prarabdha, you go to Kutam from Aprarabdha. So like it is a circle. It is a vicious circle. Unless uh, some devotee comes and gives us knowledge. It is all happening due to Avidya. Unless a devotee comes and gives us some knowledge that Are, come out of this. Like how Mrigari was um, you know, guided by Narad Muni. That, you know, you are uh, troubling the animals, but, you know, you are going to get that trouble in next life onwards, you know. So then that knowledge, you know, um, was not enough for him to stop. 
So that's why Narada Muni told him to also chant the holy names. Knowledge has to be given, but we have to also give them Bhakti Yoga, that is chanting of the holy names. Because of chanting of the holy names, he became so pure that even when ants were on the way, he was jumping and walking to avoid the ants. You see, the desire to sin also. He was a uh, very merciless killer. He was torturing the animals and allowing them to die on their own. He was just half killing them and um, allowing them to die on their own. But he was now not willing to even accidentally stamp on the ants because he was given knowledge and he was asked to chant the holiness, bhakti. You know, so with uh, with just bhakti alone, you know, that knowledge also is not required actually, but devotees always give them some explanation. And with bhakti, we also get some knowledge. That knowledge is not the uh, same like uh, speculative uh, knowledge, you know, of jnana kanda. The knowledge that we get from bhakti is our realization actually. Um, so that's what Narada Muni says that you're going to suffer and finished, you know, with that explanation. When he was asked to chant, he started chanting. It went and cleansed Mrigari's heart. Chitta was cleansed. So he didn't even want to kill the ants. So this is how a person gets purified. And lastly, the last um, para was uh, all about Jiva Goswami explaining the two kinds of the two divisions of bhakti. Now about this I asked um, um, Radha Pramod Prabhu actually <coughs> that um, uh, what are these words actually Santata and Kadachitki they are I have never heard of it uh, in our Bhakti Shastri course um, then he said yes it is a uh, little difficult to find he said even he searched in uh, um, uh, Jiva Goswami's uh, Bhakti Sandarbha book that book I also had, but I didn't get time to open because I was referring for all other things. And he uh, said that in the short time that I asked him to do today from morning to evening, he said it was, um, he didn't get access to that, but he said um, things are very clear that um, Santata means devotional service that continuously, continues instantly with faith and love means it is, a, uh, it is the aspect of devotional service which is um, experienced in the stage of bhava and prema only. Because it is talking about incessantly with faith and love. This faith and love combination is there only in bhava and prema. So the first part, you know, the first division of bhakti called santata is nothing uh, but it's experienced in that stage. And... Um, and in that stage, there are two uh, subdivisions given. Service performed with slight attachment and so, sorry, and spontaneous devotional service. So now you these two also, it's all coming again under bhava and prema. And which one is under bhava, which one is under prema, is a little difficult, he said um, to say. Um, but when it is said service performed with slight attachment, you know, um, whereas the next one is spontaneous devotional service. So. Um, we feel that the second one is a little more, you know, probably it's in the prema category or whatever, but they're both under bhava and prema levels. But the second um, category, second division of bhakti called kadachitki, devotional service, that is, he said, probably it is like the Ajamila's case, you know. He also means it is not continuous. Um, it is devotional service that does not continue, in, it does not continue incessantly. But it is sometimes awakened, sometimes, you know, um, that um, experience of bhakti is felt. So, uh, in that, there are three categories. That is, uh, he says it as intermittent devotional service. You know, it can be divided into three categories. Kadachitki or intermittent devotional service. It has three categories. That is, Raga Basamai means 
devotional service in which one is almost attached and raga basa shunya swarupa bhuta means devotional service in which there is no spontaneous love but one likes the constitutional position of serving you know which is um, he says that these are all you see raga basa means it's abasa rupa you know and another one is raga basa shunya that's also abasa rupa wherever this abasa rupa is there it is like ajamila's slight glimpse of devotional service he said and um, it's all coming under sadhana bhakti level you know which is before bhava and prema so these are all but it is starting uh, from for sure from nishta level only like that uh, prabhu ji said it is all from nishta level this raga basamai raga basa shunya swarupa bhuta and um, abhasa rupa that is slight glimpse of devotional service so this are all coming uh, from nishta onwards up to bhava and now which one falls in nishta which one in uh, asakti which one in um, ruchi we cannot say because um, we don't have that much of a knowledge like that that prabhu ji said i'm just repeating whatever he said i'm sorry um, i could not do more uh, for this particular aspect maybe you all can uh, try to uh, get some lectures on this verse and uh, see if if any of the lectures by any of the speaker gives explanation uh, more detailed than what we could uh, manage to gather for you today so as for atonement if one is caught even slight glimpse of devotional service all needs to undergo prayashita atonement are superseded see that there's a point so if even you know now the, the point is more than these details about uh, different aspects of devotional services any devotional service when you do it just to please krishna see now what is tapasya one one kind of tapasya is you know that um, if any reversal come in our life how are we going to take it are we going to take it as our everything finished or are we going to say that um, you know our life is only to go back to god so uh, you know even if anything reverses it is nothing has finished because as long as i am alive as long as i have time with me and as long as i want to use the time to please krishna nothing is finished so when we know that much then any other reversal you know um, of plan means in that reverse situation now how i can do devotional service we just have to see that if we are seeing like that and if we are accepting all reversals as krishna's mercy to guide us to do devotional service in that state if we see it that way then that is also tapasya so now if we are um, doing that kind of tapasya then we are not even sinning because all we are thinking is how i can satisfy krishna it is told that for devotees this radha pramod prabhu only was telling that if we are thinking that um, i want to now live for krishna then from now onwards we devotees don't get karma he said all were shocked how you are saying he said i will give you references and i'll explain he said like that and in the next class he clearly explained that see when we say that we are doing things to please krishna we want to do things to please krishna then how nicely we are doing that is different but we don't have in our uh, devotional services we are not doing for getting some uh, fruits out of our devotional service nor we are not doing it to merge with krishna you know so we are doing only to serve krishna we are not doing anything to do merge with krishna which means our devotional service although imperfect it is not mixed with jnana aspect so then what happens is when we do devotional service you know just to please krishna if that is the goal then we are not going to have any karma impact in our life but whatever appears like karma whatever appears like a punishment it's all arranged by the lord 
which means especially you devotees on every day chant you know you people are all um, really dedicating your life to do this service and uh, because of this service i'm sure you're trying to wind up your day early to sleep so your sleeping becomes devotional service the sleep duration becomes devotional service because you're sleeping only to get up for this seva and because you want to sleep early you know your evening after your job you know you will be using the time very carefully remembering that you have to sleep early so everything you will plan accordingly so whatever you do you are goal oriented your goal is to do devotional service early in the morning so when you are doing like that and when you are saying that i want to live for krishna's pleasure though we may have our conditionings he said we may be having our desires he said see anyabilashita shunyam verse what does it say anyabilashita shunyam means what we have to just render devotional service you know favorably without desire for material profit suppose if you are doing devotional service without desiring for material profit uh, you know it is not told that when you are not doing devotional service you know when you are not doing devotional service if i have a desire to um, you know go through the chat of my classmates simply for having some fun that you should not do that is not told like that means yes we should not do because that may destroy our tendency to do devotional service but we are doing it helplessly we are not planning for some such anarthas means there are conditionings you know or this tendency to um, you know uh, be little lazy we, we are doing our work but sometimes we are lazy suppose something like that and laziness is coming helplessly so whatever is helpless we are still trying to get over it and we strive till trying to do devotional service but we have not yet got over our laziness or we have not yet uh, got over our tendency to get irritated okay but we are trying to still with all that we are still trying to render devotional service how to please krishna and how without desire for material profit or gain through fruitive activities or philosophical fiction then that becomes pure devotional service you see he he read out this verse actually anyabilashita shunyam jana karmadi anavartam anukulena krishna anushilanam bhaktirtam suppose you are doing devotional service like that you know means you, you by while doing like for example now you are hearing bhagavatam now i am trying to speak bhagavatam now when we both are doing it are we doing it for some material profit no you are not doing for material profit i am not doing for material profit okay then are we doing it to become one with god no we are doing it because we want to serve our guru's order we want to please guru we want to clean up our heart we want to uh, you know um, clean up our conditionings so that we can serve krishna better so that is not wrong when we are doing it you know we are not doing it for material profit we are not doing it for material gain we are not doing it for philosophical speculation we are doing it why so that we can be more pure so that we can give more pure service right so then then this devotional service and this whose order it is to do devotional service like this in the morning to hear bhagavatam whose order prabhupada order so you are following guru's instruction so when you are doing something under the instruction of guru and when you are not doing it for material profit so th- even if you have some material dirt in your heart even if i have material dirt in my heart it is still this particular activity is pure devotional service like this the more activity we do what happens we are uh, freed from karma bandhana we are not in kar- now whatever you are undergoing in your life whatever i am undergoing in life what appears like our karma he says it is not karma it is arranged specially by krishna to uplift us to teach us lessons to fine tune us yes one punishment that can come is if we commit aparad so aparad is one thing that we should not do if we do vaishnava aparad then we get punishments because of that 
But if you are not doing Vaishnava Parada and if we, if you are simply helplessly getting troubled by our conditionings, like maybe to eat, overeat. You know, overeating Prabhupada uh, did not agree. But we may be overeating. Our weight may be saying that. Um, we may be oversleeping, you know, um, and then uh, struggling to get up for morning program. Uh, we don't know, right? I mean, all uh, where we are helplessly doing things, but still, once um, we somehow do devotional service, if we are doing it without any desire for profit or um, you know to become one with the Lord, and if we are doing it as per instruction of Prabhupada or our spiritual master, then whatever we are doing is pure devotional service. And if we are doing pure devotional service, whatever benefits that pure devotional service is going to give us, that we are going to get it. And uh, when we are getting it means, first thing is that we will be getting rid of our sins. So all this, the question was how to get rid of sins. So all the sins will be gone, sinning tendency also will be gone. Because this pure devotional service is so deep, it goes so deep into our chitta and it cleanses our chitta. And all the tendency to do sins will be gone. Therefore, um, we once the tendency of sinning is totally gone, then the desire to you know please Krishna more and more, please Krishna more and more will go on increasing, 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 and finally we end up attracting Krishna's attention on us. So with that we end the session. I am sorry I took um, 23 extra minutes I think from 50 to 60 to 10. Yeah, 23 minutes. Sorry for that. And thank you for your patience. Now if you have any comments, questions, you can please ask. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, Mataji, Dandar Pranam, all glories to Sri Prabhupada on such a nice uh, verse. Uh, Jesus is the confluence of all our uh, sadhana uh, Vaidhi Bhakti and emphasizing uh, on the need uh, to increase our uh, uh, sadhana and bhakti and also uh, emphasizing that the bhakti uh, is the sum total. And above all, as, uh, again and again, so we uh, uh, need to uh, realize uh, in, in multiple ways. So, and then uh, the example of that uh, bamboo uh, shoot remaining uh, in the propensities, uh, where this can, and again, the anarthas can sprout at any time. Uh, uh, and uh, it is uh, when such examples are there uh, uh, in diff- uh, come out of uh, condition like different situations uh, uh, this virtual intelligence I was thinking about uh, that what we pray so this Avadra and uh, Anarthas, they're all gone by Nittam Bhagavata Seva. So without the Bhagavata Seva, without, uh, if we are simply in Gyanakanda, Karmakanda, still Anarthas are there, we can sprout in, as exemplified by multiple uh, those in, the stories, the Savadi Muni and, uh, and the like. Uh, Vishwamitra. I was thinking about. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, I was thinking about that uh, chapter to Bhagavad Gita. 
ভেরি uh confident so i was again and again repeating keeping the paper in front of me so that uh, you don't grasp something wrong so i am sorry for some imperfection that uh, you might have felt and i i a bit hurried because two times uh, my voice got cut and whatever i spoke you didn't hear i didn't know that you were not hearing so i felt the loss of time and i was in a little bit of a rush i'm sorry for that i um i have doubts whether everybody has understood so if you have not understood something please ask i will here to explain to you all now thank you so much dear partha prabhu you have really um understood everything because uh, somehow you are a very well read person you have heard a lot so um you could understand even though i was just managing to speak. no matter i was not uh, finding any gaps i was uh, I, I was uh, reflecting on whatever you were saying, and everything was uh, pure uh, gem. So uh, that the uh, crux of the uh, bhakti sadhana is what we are saying. So, uh, that was so nice. Thank you so much, dear Padma Prabhu. Thank you so much. All glories to Sri Prabhupada, and all glories to His Grace uh, Radha Pramod Prabhu, Hari Krishna. Anybody has any questions or comments? You are most welcome now. Hare Krishna Mataji, uh, I don't have any question, but uh, yeah, we heard it clearly and it was wonderful class, Mataji. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, dear Manidhar Prabhu. That's very kind of you. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. All glories to His Grace Radha Pramod Prabhu. Anybody has any questions or comments? Nithya Gopal Prabhu. Oh, Nitya Gopal Prabhu. Oh, sorry, sorry. Sorry, Nitya Gopal Prabhu. Thank you so much. No problem. It looks like I'm on the phone number, so name may not be coming up there. Yes, name didn't come up. So I thought someone without name might not be talking. It must be a new person. <laughs> I, I thought it was a Manidhar Prabhu and I am not able to see it like that, I thought. Okay, thank you. Thank you so much, Nitya Gopal Prabhu, for... calling me twice the second time when you called i understood immediately cut your call why you should waste money cut and i again joined the group so nitya gopal prabhu i am very grateful to you see because of you the class got completed you know krishna used you as the instrument and i am very grateful to you dear nitya gopal prabhu hare krishna no uh, thank you mataji krishna gave me the intelligence to join the call so that's how it 
हरे कृष्णा माता जी धन्यवाद प्रणाम सच अ वंडरफुल क्लास माता जी आई डोंट हैव एनी क्वेश्चन बट यू एक्सप्लेन सो नाइसली एंड दिस ऑलवेज सो वी लव योर क्लासेस थैंक यू सो मच हरे कृष्णा नित्य गोपाल प्रभु थैंक यू सो मच फॉर जॉइनिंग माता जी हरे कृष्णा थैंक यू सो मच डियर श्याम रसिका माता जी दैट सो स्वीट always you people speak so sweetly like nectar i heard that you know somebody was saying we should keep sugar in the tongue and ice on the head <laughs> you know ice on the head because it's not get angry sugar on the tongue because she speaks sweetly then you can uh, just go and conquer the world and shamrasika mata ji i always see not only you your whole team keeps sugar in their tongue and you are the most uh, expert top expert <laughs> you and our uh, our uh, rupini padma mata ji thank you so much dear shamrasika mata ji all gosh shila proper we learn from you mata ji your voice is so sweet hari krishna <laughs> oh all glory to shila prabhupad no no i should learn from you yes uh, anybody else has any questions or comments please ask thank you mata ji for uh, wonderful nectar every time which makes your class very interesting agrosil prapad who is this speaking i, I can see it as mata ji your servant uh, nikunjarasadas oh dandavat pranam dear nikunjaras prabhu hari krishna nice to hear you today also uh, one thing we learned from your class today uh, we we were knowing how to ice ice the cake icing for the cake but today we are able to uh, you know uh, learn about how to icing ice our anger or you know how to ice our brain head oh, very nice very very nice prabhu thank you so much all glories to all my teachers all glories to shila prabhupada all glories to shila prabhupada and good morning anybody has any questions or comments hari krishna mataji wonderful class and uh, you know madhavan pranam to you shila prabhupada ki jai guru ji and yes i wanted to share that uh, I've shared a long friendship with Shamarasika Mata ji and I just uh, enjoyed it when you glorified her she's very very uh, you know when you said that uh, sugar that is applies to Mata ji actually and she's an yeah. example of uh, uh, you know like staying calm and always uh, you know and al- always bring me back on the path of bhakti that also she does <laughs> how nice yeah, is, i mean it's a very grateful to her so mata ji like uh, you know our acharyas have given us such a rich culture that uh, recently i just uh, it is kind of related to the words uh, me and my daughter had gone for a walk so you know in, in america it's very open uh, culture of uh, you know hugging and uh, hmm. kissing and that stuff you know uh, yes so they do that so i remember when i was walking and my daughter was also there with me 
so then uh, you know she reacted that this is not good uh, because she also little bit uh, uh, you know understands like for example uh, the other day you know i was telling her that uh, we might have to take your grandma to uh, two two days uh, three hour journey so she says uh, radhesham prabhu said not to stay in the hotel radhesham prabhu said not to eat outside <laughs> so i was so happy to hear that i said yeah you heard that <laughs> so you know we hear a lot of his lectures at least one lecture we hear every day so she also imbibes those lectures along with me when we are walking or driving and going so yeah coming to the point so the moment i saw these two people and my daughter is like uh, you know i want to look so i you know i remembered one of our acharyas who said that uh, uh, the thought of uh, Uh, this thing uh, sex life you know i feel like uh, uh, spitting right i don't know who said that yes yes acharyas have told it yeah the moment i saw this i was like you know this thought came to me that you know like i mean uh, because in our uh, vedic culture even looking at someone uh, you know is not good or talking like so many those points were mentioned that you read so um, you know looking lustfully also yes. and all that is like even a man is looking at a lady and a lady comes to know if a man is looking like a in a respectful way or in lust way so uh, that is also kind of very very uh, very very sinful it's like all like illicit relation so uh, i mean you know when we hear these books are so so powerful that today although i heard all this it was reinforced but uh, you know that imprint was then my mind okay this boy and girl were like this and whatever although i'm like not that i felt like you know uh, i mean indulging into it but because of the books we are reading immediately the thought comes and then we move on you know like we just didn't want to be in that area we just moved out so i was thinking this is so bad you know there's so much into this uh, lust and all that and everything they do in the open here it's so really really bad so that way i'm very 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 thankful to uh, you know lord krishna shila prabhupad that you know um, initially i used to really feel that how my daughters will adjust to it living in because it's not a part of our culture even in india i stayed for a couple of months i didn't see this not even once i saw even in a park i didn't see anything like this you know people are still uh, you know they carry that culture indian culture with they don't do things in the open like that but here it's you know quite contrary so yeah so i just wanted to share that bit and uh, also when the when you mention about the gyan yoga gyan uh, just having gyan is not good right so uh, what is our gyan our gyan is to know about krishna and glorify krishna uh, right so is there anything more um, to know like through bhagavatam know krishna stories and also to glorify krishna to learn his what all activities are there so is there anything else uh, which you could add uh, when you mentioned that uh, why we are as practitioners uh, uh, you know believe in gyan uh, reading uh, you know shastras could you add something to that yes actually um, see bhakti is free from jnana and karma that one point is told now what jnana are we talking about then you know why why shrimad if it is free from jnana and karma then what is shrimad bhagavatam shrimad bhagavatam is krishna himself bhakti is um, you know uh, all bhakti has is serving krishna serving krishna means krishna and his paraphernalia it's not just now shrimad bhagavatam has about krishna katha only in the 10th canto mostly 
very little bit uh, here and there you hear about Krishna, direct Krishna. Otherwise you hear about Krishna's devotees. So Krishna is never alone. Krishna and his devotees are a team. So hearing about devotees is also like hearing about Krishna. It's like we glorify the child of a mother is like a glorification of the mother. When you glorify the child, the mother feels happy. When you glorify the mother, mother feels happy. But when you glorify the child, even more happy. Krishna in Bhagavatam somewhere he says, I am, um, uh, my devotee is not my devotee, but my devotee's devotee is my devotee. Which means like devotees, uh, Krishna's devotee is Giriraj. Krishna's devotee is Prabhupada. Krishna's devotee is Prabhupada's disciples who are our spiritual masters. So when we are worshipping our Guru, you know, that Krishna is very, very pleased. So now this also is Jnana only. But these are all, you know, uh, about knowledge about devotional service. You have 64 different devotional services, right? So we have to have the knowledge of that. We eat Shravana, Kirtana, Smarana, Vandana, like these nine types of uh, devotional services are there. We should know that. And we should be doing that, you know. See, when you do devotional service, whatever realization we get, that jnana is different from the knowledge coming from jnana kanda. Bhakti is free from the knowledge coming from jnana kanda. Bhakti is free from knowledge coming from karma kanda. But bhakti itself gives us some understanding about Krishna. That is Krishna's mercy. You know, what we understand about Krishna is mercy. Bhagavatam, you know, uh, we are attending that 7.15 to 9.15. Actually from uh, GV, uh, they are doing free Bhagavatam session in the morning. Indian time, I am talking about Indian time 7.15 to Indian time 9.15. Um, we are having classes. Uh, uh, you know, Vishnu Chakrat Thakura's commentary study, 715 to 815, 915 is, uh, we are reading Prabhupada's purport and uh, discussing, you know, what any point, any doubt we have, we can ask and Radha Pramod Prabhu will explain. So that's why Radha Pramod Prabhu I asked, you know, because we just finished the class and I asked him this question for today's class of mine. <clears throat> so now, uh, the thing is, uh, when we um, hear Srimad Bhagavatam, uh, Radha Prabhu was telling that, see, we are not studying Srimad Bhagavatam, we are just getting mercy from Srimad Bhagavatam. You know, we don't have that capacity to study Srimad Bhagavatam. You know, we can only be prayerful and try to um, uh, beg uh, to understand Srimad Bhagavatam. And Bhagavatam very mercifully, you know, uh, reveals itself to the regular reader. So we have to regularly read and then Srimad Bhagavatam will talk to us. It will give us mercy. So now this is, we, we cannot put it under the category of Jnana Kanda. Um, and if I am uh, wrong, Partha Prabhu will add to the points. Or if Madhidhar Prabhu can add, you know, you can add. This is a very nice question that uh, Rupin Padma Mataji has asked that, you know, uh, how much of knowledge we should have? Now, if Bhakti is independent from Jnana, then what is this knowledge? I mean, what knowledge we must have? That's what she is asking, you know. So whatever I have understood, I am trying to say, if I am wrong, please correct, you know. Uh, because that was a kind of doubt that I also had, actually. So whatever I, I have understood that I am sharing, but if something more is there, then please Partha Prabhu and Manitra Prabhu, please pay attention. If I commit mistake, please explain. So, um, you know, we have to, you know, indulge in the five potent devotional services, you know, uh, that is associating with devotees and chanting with the devotees, uh, reading, Tulsi Puja, you know, um, Dham, uh, residing in the Dham. Make your home as Dham. 
and uh, read and hear with the devotees which you are doing so nicely chanting which you all are doing so nicely with the devotees so if we are just doing these things then uh, whatever uh, Krishna reveals you know the Dami Buddhi Yogam Tam right that Krishna gives us that knowledge so that knowledge is not uh, Janakanda knowledge he gives us the knowledge means that knowledge which favors us to do bhakti more it is not that knowledge which makes us say that I am God this knowledge is that which says I am the part and parcel of Krishna I am the servant of servant of Krishna that knowledge you know Uh, it's not audible, Mataji. Hare Krishna. Yeah, I think connection is not. Yes, sir, Mataji. Rupini Vadmar Mataji. Till we get back. Mother Mataji. So, Yanakanda uh, is basically Neti Neti. That is uh, isolate uh, uh, spiritual matter versus spirit. So it keeps on going, keeps going. And then uh, the intention is to merge with Krishna. That is, uh, they don't have the uh, concept of Paramatma. That, uh, bhakti is there, bhakti is uh, inclusive of everything. It's uh, total. Krishna says in chapter 18, right? Vedeshu Jagyeshu Tapasya Chaiva Dhaneshu Yatpunna Falampadishtam Tateti Idam Sarvam Viditva Yogi Sthanam Itpaita Chatyam. Vedeshu, whatever the game, Veda means Gyan. Whatever you get out of uh, Gyanaka, all things are already subsumed within uh, bhakti so, as uh, mataji was saying um buddhi yogam tam so uh, and our acharya said gyan kanda karma kanda gyan kanda sudha bish kevali bishara bhanda so it's uh, like gyan uh, kanda karma kanda is uh, all full of poison because it makes us uh, so puffed up for no reason. Karmakanda thinks I am very pious and Gyanakanda thinks I am God. Uh, it deviates us from the path of bhakti. The actual constitutional position we are eternal. Mahavivangsaji Voloka Jiva Bhuta Sanatana. The part and parcel. So the parts, job is to serve the whole. That's my small thing. Uh, if anybody made mistake, this correct. Will you get uh, Mataji back? Yeah, thank you so much, Prabhuji. Thank you so much. Yeah, because sometimes I feel that, uh, uh, you know, they talk so much about Gyan. It sounds like a, you know, knowledge. But then uh, our Krishna consciousness is complete. Uh, you know, it's like um, people who are doing Jnana, they will not probably be following the four regulative principles, right? Yeah, and then Gyan, that Gyana, actually Krishna also says that Bhoknam Jarmonam Vante Gyanavan Maam Prapadhati. 
those ghanis who are following this gyanakanda thinking that aham brahmasmi that misinterpretation of aham brahmasmi or tattvamasi they will after many many lifetimes under the mercy of a pure vaishnava will come to bhakti and then only bahunam janmanavante gyanavan brahman pravadate so i know some people are following this and that they are unsatisfied and then with the mercy of pure vaishnava they came to uh, krishna consciousness so happy they uh, they actually preach uh, they they want to bring those uh, his, their fellow members and those uh, margas those uh, traditions uh, back into krishna consciousness